Let's go. Let's go. Go where? Where are we going to go, Angela? Are we clapping? No. No? We only- <laughs> oh. What's so funny? <laughs> you clap. Oh. Uh, it's like a clapper in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. To sync the sound. But there's no cameras. Oh, I see. There's no cameras because the cameras were stolen. <laughs> After our office was broken into. Yeah. Last week. Last week, I'm adjusting sound as we go. Yeah, last, uh, I guess, Wednesday night, because I arrived in San Diego on Thursday and got a text from you or from Diana? Not from me. From Diana. From Diana? She didn't, because when I called her, she didn't know. Oh. Must have been from Tressa. Oh, I guess, I guess from, yeah, from Tressa. And, uh... Yeah, I knew immediately the cameras were gone. Oh, God. It was a punch in the stomach. But, I, you know, we've talked about it, but it wasn't... I mean, obviously the loss of equipment, it's like six grand. The cameras, the lenses, and the tripods. But it was because I knew it was going to happen. I kept having the thought, this place is very vulnerable to break in. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of nowhere. You know, you'd feel safe if you were somebody breaking into it Mm -hmm. and that I should secure this equipment, either, uh, you know, create a room in the back that's locked and secure or bring it home every night. At least the at least the expensive stuff, Mm -hmm. which would be no no big deal. I mean, I bought a bag to do just that, a camera bag, Mm -hmm. because that's what I thought. And I just, you know, I talked myself out of it. And so and you said you'd had that thought like that intuition like a couple weeks before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to, to, that was the thing that hurt oh that would like not following that yeah not following my intuition not trusting my gut talking myself out of it and when I think back on like the most painful things that happened to me in my life it's it, it's it's very often that like you know you fee- have a feeling maybe it's you, you, you get involved with someone in business or personal relationship and you have this instinct that something's not right, but you override it Mm. and then you get burned every time, every time you get burned every, every time it's just, God's just like, what are you, why aren't, why aren't you listening to me? Well, I told you, I, I whispered in your ear. I told you, why aren't you listening? And so I got punished by God. Well, that begs the question. I mean, I will, the, or an answer mm. for the, to the question. Why, why don't you listen? I listen a lot. I think I get, there's something I don't want to deal with. Uh-huh. Right. It's like, oh, I'm busy. Uh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. No one's going to break. What are the odds of somebody breaking in here? Right. I just, I just don't take the time. I'm, I'm not present. Hmm. I don't stay present with it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm going, moving too fast. Hmm. I'm not slowed down enough to really feel what's happening. Hmm. And I know how to do that. I'm very good at doing that actually. But there are times where 
I don't do that. And maybe because there was some additional anxiety around it, because I'd been talking about starting up a little studio here, having people come in and film, creating a little business. Mm -hmm. And maybe I had some fear about that. Like, you know, it's like throwing a party. Is anyone going to show? I'm going to start a business. Is anybody going to come? And so there might've been some, or just something, anxiety around it, fear. And so that caused me to not be fully present with what was going on for me. So when it happened, I, I was just, I wasn't surprised at all. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't come as a shock. Wow. Cause it came as a shock to me. I yeah. was like, Whoa, that's yeah. weird. It was painful though. Then I scrambled. Cause of course I had this, uh, interview with Danny Morell at Kuya right. on the Sunday. Uh-huh. I was going to fly back from San Diego and I was going to use my cameras to film it. Now I had to call Danny. Well, I, I called around, but eventually I thought, well, Danny's got all the stuff or he's got a guy, you know? And so I called him, I asked him for help, which I felt embarrassed about. Mm. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Humiliating mm. on some level, you know, in my own mind, it's not, right. but that's how it felt to me. Yeah. I need help. I fucked up. Mm. Cause I, I don't, I'm not a victim here. I'm not a victim of a crime. I fucked up. I didn't secure the cameras. Mm. So, but everything worked out. The interview was great, actually. Oh. And the guy who we, I got, Danny's guy, to come and uh, videotape it was amazing. Mm. So I have a guy now that oh. I can rely on, really rely on. Wow. Yeah. He's not cheap, but... Not too expensive, but he's, you know, he's, he knows exactly what he's doing. Easy to work with. No nonsense. Mm. So that, that was great. Mm-hmm. But I guess I got to replace this camera equipment. I guess I don't have to, but. Hopefully insurance will right. take care of it. Maybe, yeah. Trust is insurance. We didn't have insurance on this place. For, we have liability. Right. But not. Yeah, because there was nothing in here. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are they going to steal? The, the pillows? You know? <laughs> Which your, they didn't. Your, your weird kettle? <laughs> you always have weird shit. What are you talking about? That ke- You get like, I would never oh. buy that kettle. It's like a little kettle. It's just like, buy the big kettle. Why would you buy the little kettle? Well, I, I wasn't using it anymore. But why did you buy it in the first place? I would never, I didn't, I didn't, I would never allow that. If you were I like picking out that kettle, I'd be like, what? what? Get a big kettle. Why, why this much? Is it a camping kettle? No. Mm. Why are you shaming that? me for my kettle? I'm not shaming you. Yes, you are. Mm. You feel shamed? You mm. feel shamed. Well, you no, know, you're shaming me for my kettle. I'm saying that you, I think you're weird. <laughs> That's different than shaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're judging me. I'm, I'm, ju- yeah, I'm ju- <laughs> definitely judging. I'm not shaming you. Why are you judging me? I don't like your kettle. You know, your judgment. Remember the speaker? Your, your judgment the it should be an embarrassment to yourself. Do you understand? No, I'm fine. I'm comfortable with it. No, it's because it. it means that it's, you're judging yourself. Hmm. Well, I think um, it's comedy purposes as well. We're trying to keep the people entertained. <laughs> if I stop judging you and things, there's really going to be nothing. What's going to happen? What is going to oh, happen? Oh, what? I'm going to get vulnerable? Maybe. No, I'm not doing I already, I just got vulnerable. Didn't I? I mean, maybe, I mean, I, I, yes, in terms of listening to your intuition, but I, and I said this to you, I don't know if you remember what I said, but 
um, that maybe it's also like, what if you took off the shame that you didn't listen to your intuition? Like, or any, uh, any judgment of yourself, like. Yeah. I mean, yes, for sure. I mean, that was a very, we, we had a long talk because I, I wanted to figure out what was going on for me in this whole, cause you know, these things, I, they have meaning. I think they have meaning. They, these moments in our life, they represent something. It's, it's like a scene in the movie and I want to understand what the scene is about. So the lesson was, from my point of view, was slow down and listen to your intuition. Let yourself be guided by that. Let go of your, you know, the rational mind. Stop trying to figure things out. And your feedback was to be compassionate with myself in this place where I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've, I think I've done that. Yeah. And also like, you know, having to ask for help, which I think is. I mean, it's, uh, I, every time you do that, it's always very touching to me because mm. I know how vulnerable that is for you. To ask for help. Yeah, to ask for help, to ask for support. I mean, even when you called me, you said, I need support. I was like, oh, good. You know, like that, that felt really good. But also, like, I know that that's, like, you don't often do that, you know? And... I don't know. I just like, maybe that is part of the reason why all of this is happening, Mm. you know, Mm. to kind of get you to that place. And then you found a guy. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I've said this before, but I'm at, yeah, I'm at the edge. I can't, I just can't do everything on my own anymore. I'm at, I don't know if I'm just old and can't handle it. But I, I have, I get no joy out of it either. Like the editing and the dif- the different little things that used to be fun to figure out and then fun to execute, they're not fun anymore. Mm. Any of this technical stuff, like just you know, I had to get this because they stole the recorder too, which is interesting. They didn't steal the mics. They stole the recorder. What's the recorder? This. this oh, this, they did. Yeah, oh, they okay. stole the recorder. Right. And the two cameras, but not the microphones, which is interesting. I thought those microphones were, you know, they're $100, $150 mic. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But, um, you know, I had to figure out the recorder and YouTube video and, you know, just the, the agitation of all that. And then Danny at the interview, he said that, Cause I said, you know, you work really hard. He's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't work hard. He's like, you don't work hard. He's like, no, really. And he said, yeah, I, I remember he told the story about meeting this man who was older, gray beard, like in his eighties or something. And he just was enamored with this man. He seemed to have it all together at all. He had had it all figured out. And Danny went to him and he said, what's, tell me what the secret is. Hmm. I want to be successful. And I guess this guy was very successful as well. And he said, the guy said, uh, don't work more than 20 hours a week. Hmm. And don't do anything that somebody else could do. Hmm. 
Like you only do the things that only you can do. Mm. Wow. And that's what Danny does. He doesn't answer. He does emails. Nothing. He says, I do nothing. He mm. just does. He records his podcast. He records his video. He just does the work. He shows up. He just shows up. Mm-hmm. He's the star of the show and everything else is taken care of for him. Mm-hmm. And that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, a, it, it, you have to make a lot more money because you're paying people mm-hmm. all the time, which I'm doing mm-hmm. now. But then you have more free time to figure out how to make more money or how to maximize the return on whatever it is you're offering. So that's the game that I'm in right now. I'm trying to figure all that out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm halfway through it. Halfway through figuring it out. Yeah. Uh Maybe a quarter of the way. Yeah. But you know, something's happening. I have to trust people. (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) That they 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 don't do it as good as me. Uh, that's not true. That's not true at all. Mm. But I, I yeah, I, there's a place where I am a control freak. I want it how I want it, and but I have to give that up. Although my new strategy, I've been writing a lot. I've been getting up every morning and writing, and I've decided I'm going to do two, two newsletters a week. One for my own personal and one for this new venture, School for Kings. Oh, yeah. I like that. School for Kings, Uh right? I couldn't believe it was available. Oh, did you come up with that? Yeah. That's good. Well, Tej, I'm just ripping Tej off. I'm just looking at what he's doing and copying it. I figure (laughs) he's got to figure it out. That's so funny. I was just talking to Jana about this. Like you guys have no problem with copying. And she was like, yeah, no, that's how you, that's how you do it. Yeah. You, somebody's successful and you model what they're doing. I mean, obviously it's, I'm not copying, I'm not stealing, but I'm looking how he puts things together and he's got a system and he's got a way and he's got it all figured out. Like to just the way he writes his copy and the way he lays it out. And I assume that he's, figured out the science of that. And so I'm like, well, I don't need to figure it out. He's already got to figure it out. So why don't I just basically do what he did? You know, my own version of that. And, uh, I'm sure that's what he did. He copied somebody. And so I'm copying him and, uh, he, yeah, he had mind school, mind school, Uh mind school and some other school, but S K O O L M I N D S K O O L. I didn't think that was right for school for Kings because that was available. S K O O L. I'm like, it's school S C H O O L. But I was just thinking, I want to do something for men. And Diane has been saying that, you know, men, you got to work with men, men, men need it. Right. And, uh, and you know, I want to create more online offerings and co- create courses and stuff. So this was just the first thing. It, it, it felt easy. It came to my mind, felt fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah, I whipped it up pretty quick and, uh, yeah. Your human design, uh, chart says you have the incarnation cross of rulership. I know. So, so school for Kings, when I saw it, I was like, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels good. I started a sub sub stack, which I'm already annoyed with. 
Why? Well, it's because it's like it's not that intuitive. The setup. If there's all kinds of little, I mean, it's pretty complicated. Uh, all the little details, because it, you know, it's a big platform, and there's, I, I don't know, I don't really understand it. Diana's got it all figured out because hmm. she has her Substack, but there's already been screw ups, and so I'm frustrated with that. Um, but I'm hiring this. Yeah, I'm hiring. I'm hiring everybody to do shit for mm. me to get it done, and just biting the bullet and spending the money and trusting that it's all going to come back to me. You sound good. I feel good. I feel aligned. I feel purposeful. I feel like I'm. Yeah, something's opened up. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm excited about what I'm doing. I mean, I'm, I, I get excited at getting up every morning and, and writing. And they had a call today with a potential client, and he tells me he's in sales. And he said, your copy was uh, excellent. <laughs> wow. Your sales copy. Uh -huh. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I liked hearing that because I worked hard on it. Right. To get that. Just that right, you know, you got to tell a story. Yeah. And I want to get good at sales, mm. you know, in my way. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that first uh, School for Kings email, I thought, yeah, I thought it kicked ass. Mm -hmm. So I want to do more of that. I enjoy, I enjoy writing. It's easy. It's by myself. I have total control over it. Mm -hmm. And then you publish it and that's it. And it's done. And I guess this is the, the way you, you, if you want to make money online, which I do, I want to transition my business almost, I don't want to say exclusively, but predominantly online. And, and the way to do that is you gotta, you gotta have a big email list. And once you have a big email list and then you're, you're on your way, mm. it's it a lot easier. So in order to get a big email list, you have to have, uh, interesting emails to send them, mm -hmm. which requires writing. And I'm a good writer, mm -hmm. but I've never fully committed. I mean, I've had periods where I've committed. Now I'm, um, yeah, just three hours every morning. I get up, boom, sit down, and put the headphones on, and we'll mm. focus binaural beats and get to work. Wow, mm -hmm. binaural beats. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it does. It puts you. Well, now I have an association, so whenever I put the headphones on with the binaural beats it's a trigger for time to write. Mm. Mm. It's a cue for my brain to focus. So it's And good. it works. It does work. Yeah. I stay pretty focused. Mm. You know, it's, it's like anything. The first 10 or 15 minutes can be painful. Maybe even the first half hour, but once I get going, it's, it's fine. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's also, forcing me to articulate my ideas in a way that's thorough. We've talked about this. Writing teaches you how to think because we say stuff all the time, you and I, on this podcast, mm -hmm. in workshops. And in, in workshops, you get into a flow state. It just it comes through you and it, in the context of the workshop, it, it can really resonate, but there's something different about sitting down and, and try to reach an audience that's 
not in that, not in your environment, mm-hmm. so to speak. Exactly. Not in your yeah. field of energy where you've, there's all of this context. And you also have the experiential aspect of it that's informing the teaching. So if they don't get the teaching, they're going to get it through the experience or they have the experience and then you give that experience context through the teaching. You don't have that luxury when you're just sending out a thousand word email. You have to articulate it clearly for their mind to understand. Mm-hmm. And so it's forcing me to see the places where, uh, you know, just been sloppy in, mm-hmm. in connecting the dots. I mean, I know it's not that I'm wrong about things, but just not as precise as I could be. And it's interesting. I was just listening to, cause I did, a, I did Danny's podcast on the Wednesday before I interviewed him at mm. Kuya on Sunday and I was just listening to it now. And it was the most articulate I think I've ever been, mm. which was a good feeling. Cause often I listen to myself on podcasts and think I'm not, making sense or it's too (laughs) abstract. It's too, it's not precise. It's not clear enough. Although when I listen to it back later, when I've forgotten about it, usually it's better than I, than I think. Right. But the writing is somehow helping you articulate more clearly. Well, you're forced to, you know, sit down and explain the lower self to somebody. Mm -hmm. How does it work? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I have to tell a little story. I mean, you're really, you're a great writer too. Thank you. It took a moment to receive that. Well, you're- I'm sitting here. There's lots of feelings going on inside of me. Oh, really? What? <laughs> tell me. I've talked enough. God, I, I've like, uh, um, I'm feeling jealous and, like less than and scared and judging myself and there's like and trying to work with myself all at the same time as you're talking like Angela just get present just listen to what he's saying this is not about you you look great though oh thank you and (laughs) you can always distract me with that um yeah like and and just like what is going on here and I mean, you know, you're saying a lot of the things and, you know, we talked about this in our last call, just like there's a way in which you and I are, we kind of run parallel. Like there's, there's something that's like when the, the things that you talk about, like, or that you're struggling with even I'm like, yeah, I'm right there with you, you know? And like, I can feel something like I can feel myself going to the next level and I can see you going to the next level. I can feel it, you know, and there's still some place in me that's like freaked the fuck out, you know, like about well, you're freaked out by what? I'm not quite sure. Um, but probably it has something to do. Like when you said I'm a good writer, I'm like, I know. And I know that I need to write. I know, I know I need to. Um, and I like the idea of sitting down for three hours in the morning and writing. Like, I like that idea. I like the whole binaural beats, like, like focus, like all of that sounded great to me. I don't know if that's my way of doing it, but in any case, you know, there's just this place in me. It's like, that's too much. 
that's too much responsibility and I don't want it. You know, like it, there's, there's some place that's like scared of the responsibility, that's scared of what's going to come from that, that's scared I'm not going to be able to handle it, that's scared. But I think it's actually something, um, I think it's something, I, I keep thinking about this, this dream I had. I think I told you, like I, I had this dream, this was like several nights ago, I was, I, I had my earphones in and I was listening to uh, this TikTok video on a near-death experience, which I, I've said to you, like, that's what's on my feed right now, a bunch of near-death experiences. So this woman was talking and I fell asleep. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, like, just like, I just fell asleep quickly. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, I missed that part. So then I, then you have to listen to it again. And I kept falling asleep while she was talking. And so in one of the times I fell asleep, I had a dream. And I dreamt that a friend of mine was talking about her near-death experience. And she started talking about something that was like, like, you know, a lot of these near-death experiences, they say they're similar qualities to it. You know, they, it's mm -hmm. like they have like experiences that it's like, oh, everybody has like a life review or everybody has, you know, it's like, like they see the Akashic records or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. So she's saying something that I literally feel, I can feel in my body, like, oh my God, I'm, if she keeps talking, I'm going to go to the next level. I'm going to go to the next level. And I, I desperately want to stop her and say, I've heard this before. Like, I just want her to know, I've heard this before. Like, somebody else said the same thing. And she doesn't stop talking. She just keeps going. And I can feel in myself, like, no, 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 no. Like, just, like, you got to stop. So then I just scream in my dream, stop, 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 stop. And she doesn't stop. And I feel this feeling in my chest, like, like and it is a feeling of absolute terror. Like as if I was watching a horror film, like the scariest film, like that feeling in your chest, you know, and I wake up and the feeling's still in my chest. Like I am, I, wo I wake up terrified and I, the, the, the woman who's like in my ear, you know, she's still talking the near death experience, you know. After you wake up? After I wake up and like, so I'm like feeling this terror, the woman's still talking and I'm just like, what the fuck, you know? So then, you know, I'm, I, I like shake it off and I'm like, what, what's going on? And I realize that I think, I think my ego is freaking out. Mm. Like it knows I am, I'm having really profound experiences daily now. Like, like, like really, I mean, I would say on some level, miraculous experiences relationally with people. Hmm. And, and so like, I can feel like, whoa, something I'm, I'm getting something like I'm, I'm understanding something about life that I didn't understand before. I'm like, I'm really practicing something and I'm, I'm getting like, I'm getting clearer and clearer about how this works, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm getting free. Like I can feel it. And, and still there's this part of my ego that's just like hanging on. The ego is the woman in your dream that won't stop talking? 
No, I think the ego is the part of me that's terrified. Oh. Like the woman that's, that was talking, like she was, she was saying something so beautiful, actually. Mm. She was saying like where we're going. Interesting. Oh, I see. And I was like, stop, stop. Oh, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. Right now. Well, I can feel it in me right now as you're talking. I'm mean, like, you sound great. You look great. You, you're, you're like, I can feel the energy of what you're doing is, is really good. I just, uh, watched your, um, the video with Blair White mm -hmm. and it was awesome. Like really powerful. And I, I mean, I cried watching, mm -hmm. you know, so you know, it's like, like, in, and I know that you're excited by doing this, you know, this, that part of the work. And so it's like, you're aligned, you know, like in that way you are, I can feel your excitement when you're writing. It's, it's like, oh, this is good. Mm -hmm. And there's something in me that it's like, I mean, if I really let it out, just be like, stop, Dave. Mm. No. Mm. stop growing. Like you can't be ahead of me. <laughs> right. And I will, I don't know what I'll do, but what will I do? I'll probably hold something back from you. Mm. Like I'll hold back my support. I'll hold back. Like, yeah, something so that you'll feel something in my energy and you'll mm -hmm. be like, what's, what's going on? You know, like maybe it'll sow a seed of doubt or something mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. And then. It's not going to work. Mm. I feel, I mean, I feel that it just in relationship to you saying that, like that part of, I can feel it's like, it's not going to work. Um. That part of you, the, the part of me that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm too solid here. Like you're, there's, I, I, I'm not worried about leaving people behind. I'm not worried about the doubters. I'm not worried about the haters. I can feel, I can feel that like something happens when you get into the flow where all of that seems ridiculous. And I'm realizing that, you know, that all the pleasure I took in trying to prove the haters wrong you know, and I'd scream on this podcast about being right all the time. That was this place where I still needed their approval. I was still playing to that audience. Mm. You know, like they had me hooked. Mm -hmm. And I can feel there's no hook there anymore. I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't care what people are going to say about me. I mean, I, I've gone through some fire recently, as you know, with criticism and accusation, mm -hmm. uh, which has been painful. And I had to hold on to myself. I had to hold on to my goodness. And it was, it, it, it was a, a, a tender place. And there's something about getting on the other side of that. I feel, I feel much stronger and I, I don't feel this desire to 
because something, ha- something, ha- something happened where I would normally come on here and scream about, you know, I was right again, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and I, I just, I feel the part where I'm like, uh, I don't need to do that. <sighs> I don't, I don't, I, I don't need, I don't care. It's a, I know. It's like, it's, it, I feel like it's crossed over somehow. Like the people who are in the old paradigm still holding on, they just, they seem, I, I see how scared they are and they, they, they seem ridiculous to me. And I don't like, I don't, it's okay. It's just, everything's okay. I I'm I'm I just want to name something for for people that are listening. Like I know that this is a part of me, but I want to also like 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 in relationship yeah. with you. Like, yeah. Like if I'm if this is a part of you too. Yeah. Because it's it's there, right? Like yeah. And we can't get rid of it. No. It's it's just there. So, yeah. But I'm gonna. I want to. Like, but I have to, in this moment, at least I feel like I have dominion over it. Like it's not, it's a scared child that I have. Well, I, I I'm going to, I want to name, uh, yeah. I'm going to just like speak from that place yeah. and just be like, I'm here and you're not getting rid of me. And anywhere where you're, where, where there's a weakness or there's a leak somewhere, I will come and I will get you. I will. And you know it. Okay. Get me? What do you mean? Get me. I'll pull you down. I'll make you doubt. Mm -hmm. You'll feel insecure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to it. I know. I'm right here. I'm Mm -hmm. all the. I'm here all the time. Mm -hmm. And I want you down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just not, I don't feel scared. You don't need to feel scared. You just need to feel doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, that is fear. Doubt is fear. You're scared. I'm not scared. <laughs> You're not scared? You look scared. You look angry. I'm not, you can do, it's okay. I'm not trying to change you. No, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything different. What do you mean I don't have to do anything different? You don't have to give up anything. You don't have to. You can just be exactly as you are. It's fine. It's fine. You can't make me lose sight of the light. That's how I feel right in this moment. Well, then what the fuck do you want me to do? Come along for the ride.
I mean, you're miserable. Look at you. Pouty face, victim. Frozen. Angry. It's enough. It's enough. I mean, you want to stay there forever? What I, I don't, I literally do not understand what you want me to do. No, you don't have to do anything. I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm just supposed to come along. Well, you have no choice. You can't, and you obviously, you, you can feel that the whatever illusion that you had that you could convince me that you were stronger than me is that illusion is shattered. You, you, you must know that. You should fuck <laughs> you. Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. You know why I win? Because I'm not trying to win. I don't need to win. You need to win, but I don't need to win, so I win. I just want to pin you down. <laughs> you can't. God, this 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 place that I'm in right now, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. Like I I I am I'm totally frozen. Uh -huh. I'm like looking for any in that I can with you and for whatever fucking reason I can't get in. You can't get in. No. I mean, do people. I mean, do the people at home understand? We're, we're just in some. We're in a role play. Did you make that clear? This, this is not. You are representing some aspect of of Both me of and yeah. of you, obviously. And uh, it's a war of the. Uh, not a war, but a, a dialogue between the no, higher it's self a war. and the lower no, self. No, it's a war. Okay, well, however you want to define it. It's not a war for me. It's just a conversation. That I'm going to have to have over and over and over and over again and not resent it. That's the tricky part. Because as soon as I resent it, you win. As soon as I'm annoyed with it, you exactly. win. Exactly. I'll yeah. be right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am ready to go to battle. You know it. You yeah. know it. This yeah. is what you've been saying all along. And now you're giving up the war. Okay. How peaceful of you. <laughs> Such a goody two shoes you well, are now. Here's the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not spiritual bypassing. I've done, I did it. I did it. I did it. I lived there. I, I, I know my shadow. I know what it is. I shook hands with the devil. 
I know how he works. Am I the devil? Yeah. Oh, right. I'm the devil. Well, you've been captured by the devil. I mean, you just said it yourself. This place you're in feels horrible. Sounds like hell. Well, it feels like a probably better alternative than where you're going. <laughs> oh, really? Which is who knows where. Mm-hmm. No, it's not who knows where. I know exactly where I'm going. Where? Mm-hmm. Tell me where. Oh, you'll find out. Because uh, you'll find out. You know exactly where you're going. Mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. Is it? There's unknowns, but there's also knowns. Like what? Well, I'm, I'm going to make manifest the thing that I want. How that actually is made manifest? Yes, that's unknown, but the, the, it will be made manifest. So from that place, I know exactly where I'm going. Well, what am I supposed to do? I know exactly what I want. I'm here for a reason. Yeah, you're here for a reason to, to keep me strong, to keep me centered, keep me aligned. Force me to get closer to God. Force me to stay connected. Okay. <laughs> well, if you don't want me to fight so hard. Yeah. You have to keep me safe. You are safe. I don't feel safe. I, I can't help you with that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It'll never be enough. You're safe right now. <laughs> I just want to say, like, I can feel like this, this, this place wants to negotiate and... Well, it doesn't want to surrender. <sighs> won't trust. Right. Won't be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Won't need. Uh, but I do need something. I can feel that. I'm not exactly sure what it is. You're, 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 you're getting it. What am I getting? What you need. Right now. 
just don't know how to let it in. How? How do I let it in? <laughs> I can't, you know, just surrender. Just surrender? Mm-hmm. That's it? That's right. Like? Here's the only thing that's going, you just don't want to feel your fear. You're scared. Just, just to hang out there. Just admit that you're scared. That's all that's going on. Everything else is a story. You're just scared. It's okay. I understand why you're scared. Why? You got hurt. And it was scary one time. I hate feeling scared. I hate it. It's not that bad if you just breathe into it. Well, my whole body starts to shake. I am scared. Yeah. I'm scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody. What they're going to say, what they're going to do. <laughs> I can't be that scared. He wouldn't be doing this on the podcast. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, look at reality. Look at the truth. What's the truth? You're not, you're not as scared as you think. Not, it's fine. So your actions contradict your, your narrative. Not fully. There's places where you're scared, for sure. But... You've taken a lot of risks. And you might as well, I mean, what do you got at this point? What do you got to lose? You've already, I mean, it feels like you've already crossed through the, the major thresholds. Your family thinks you're nuts. But they're coming around, aren't they? <sighs> Well, there's the rest of the world that I projected my family onto. Yeah, well, once you solve for the family, the world will be easy. I am scared. I mean, my body is feeling fear 
but you're right. I'm doing this on a podcast. Yeah. I weirdly don't feel scared about that. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, because you, you feel in your higher self here and you're surrendered to an aspect of yourself, aspect of myself and you're just letting it come through. That's all you ever have to do. But it's that part's easier than letting the God self come through. That's the real vulnerability. Yeah, because it's going to, it might look weird, you know, like my kettle choice, apparently. <laughs> like yeah. it might be, you know, like, yeah, it's like, like what's, what's going to come out of me? You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't you feel scared of that? Uh, I have created a kind of leverage for myself where there's, I just can't be scared anymore. You can't be scared. Or I, you- I, there's no time. I got shit to do. I'm trying to, I got to I gotta get married. I got a, a woman to support. I got shit to do. So I got to get on with it. And I've been scared for a long time. And I've confronted a lot of things. I mean, that Blair White interview, you know, we got up and worked and she hit and then I hit as the protector. I mean, you want to talk about putting yourself out there in a weird way. Mm. I mean, I watched the video, you know, there's videos now about that video on YouTube, of course. <laughs> uh-huh. This you know, and, and a lot of the YouTube channels are people who talk shit about other people. And so I was watching this video. It's like the new Blair White interview about this woman who talks about, you know, 100 miles an hour. Just blah, 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 blah. I don't know. David Suckleff, a corner Jack's practitioner. And then she reads the whole thing. Like she goes to the corner Jack's website and she reads it. And she's like, sounds like a cult. I don't know. <laughs> and. You know, she watches like a little clip from me protecting her. She's just like, I don't like him. You know, she's, you know, she's not really, she's just doing her shtick, right? And I'm looking at her and thinking, what, I'm going to be freaked out by this numbskull? This little girl who doesn't understand anything? Who's indulging her negative pleasure? Mm-hmm. She'd melt in front of me. Mm. literally would melt and she couldn't stay in the room with me mm. for two seconds. I'm going to worry about her and what she's saying about me. No, I don't have time. Mm. And I'm with the good guys. That's what I decided. Yeah, this has been my whole thing, right? Like my core, I mean, it's everybody's core issue, I think, is this place where we think we're bad and we can be made bad and we're attached to being bad. And so we act out from that place to confirm the story that we are bad. Mm -hmm. And we're vulnerable to attack to other people that think we're bad because they want to shame us because they feel shame. Mm -hmm. 
And if you step out, they're, they're going to attack you. But once you're impervious to the attack, they, they lose interest. They mm-hmm. turn their attention. I learned that with the, the tweet that got me into trouble. Which one? The one where I said uh, I wasn't. I didn't storm the Capitol, but I would have. I would have been happy to share a smoke with this great patriot. It was <laughs> a video of this guy inside the Capitol. This cr- like f- hilarious dude who was smoking weed. He was like, "We're in, we're inside the Capitol." It's like Cheech and Chong practically. <laughs> we're smoking weed in the Capitol, man. <laughs> you know, it was hysterical, and you know that started everything. That that started my first cancellation Mm. thousands and thousands of tweets coming at me articles being written and my response was my only regret was spelling capital wrong because there's two ways to spell capital Uh that was my response like fuck you and then they all went away oh they all went away I didn't apologize. I didn't explain. Hmm. I just fucking turned up my middle finger and told them to go fuck themselves. And they all walked away. And that's when I realized they're all zombies. Hmm. They're all just zombies. They're not real. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they can't, they realize they can't get you, they just go away. They just right. disappear. And go somewhere else. Look for some other target for their self-loathing. Hmm. It's interesting because right now I feel really like I'm not shaking. I feel really calm. Um, I don't feel like I'm at war with you or I want to take you down. Um, and what you just said, it's like, oh, because the fear is not real. It's just... I mean, there's something in my body that needed to just come through. But like now I'm in a different, completely different state. It's wild. Mm hmm. Well, you helped me a lot in that that conversation. How? Well, just you know, saying what you said, like in, in, in the place, like just just to not to make myself bad. Mm-hmm. And there's there's also what I realize is there's an addiction there. Mm-hmm. an attachment to the resentment I feel of not being seen in my goodness. Mm-hmm. And so I seek out those who want to make me bad to go to war with them, to try to convince them otherwise. Mm-hmm. But in trying to convince them, I'm agreeing with them mm-hmm. because if I really knew my own goodness, they wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't care. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know, something, I mean, we'll see. Something's, I mean, I'm not, in this moment, I feel great. But I, yeah, something's happened where when the thoughts of doubt and fear come into my mind, I'm able to turn them. Mm-hmm. I just decide. Mm-hmm. No, no. I just go to God. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. because I hear God whispering every time I experience doubt or fear. I just hear God whispering, why aren't you trusting me? Just trust me. And I don't want to be not trusting of God because it's, it's, it's a sin and it's, it's wrong and it's not true. I'm not, I'm in a lie. Right. Exactly. And I used to think the lie was true. Right. Exactly. And that God was false. Exactly. And now I know the truth. And it's, I think I'm, I, I, I just know day to day inside my own mind. It, it's hard for me to get got by my own mind right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I could feel in that place where I was just at and the, the doubt and the fear. Like that place actually feels like it's the truth. Yeah, of course. And you're the lie, you know, or yeah. your your yeah. your real self is the lie. Yeah. Well, that's how the devil works. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Putin's the good guy, people. Just FYI. Okay. <laughs> but he, he kills people. Uh-huh. I would say it. Putin is good. And he has a shadow too. Uh, yeah. Of course. Of Come course on. he has a shadow. He's, I'm just saying in this fight, we, we are the bad. Like uh, the U.S. is there. We're the bad guys. And they're doing everything they can. Here's how I know. Because if you're not 100% on board with what the U.S. government or the press or whoever is on their side, if you're not 100% on board with what they're saying, you are a traitor. You're a Putin apologist. Why do you love Putin? It's like, bro, your inability to have a rational conversation about this or consider the nuance is the tell that you're in a lie Mm. because I can have that conversation. I can have the nuanced conversation. Mm -hmm. It's going to get ugly. Yeah. Well, did you see Lara's latest video? Mm -mm. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. She, the Putin interview and she's trying to, I mean, she went deep. I didn't understand everything because she was talking about history and, she went way back, but you know, Putin gave a, I guess a 30 minute lecture. I didn't watch the whole interview, but at the beginning he gave a 30 minute lecture on, uh, the history that led up to this conflict. And it started like 400 years ago or something. He started like, well, in 1655 and gave this whole history lesson leading up to it. And, you know, people obviously dispute his interpretation of the history, but she was making the point that he's trying to tell you that a long time ago, things got inverted. Like things, things have been inverted for centuries. In what way? The good is bad and bad is good. Like they've convinced us Mm -hmm. and things are about to become uninverted. That's literally what it feels like is happening right Right. now for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously for you too. Yeah. And that, and that Putin is the agent. Putin and Trump are essentially the agents of that. Mm. 
and the, the, the issue is you you point to Putin and Trump and you say, well, Dave, what about, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. revolutionaries are not perfect people. Nobody is. It doesn't work that way, but that's what I see happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we're going down hard because we're in a lie. Mm. We're in a we're in a lie, and I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm I'm now I feel so solid in what it is that I see. It's you know it's been an onslaught of gaslighting for since 2015 mm. and I think I'm battled hardened and I'm not going to be fooled mm. and in part because and, and I'm grateful for it because it's it's forced me to to really know God, because it's the only way out of it. It's the only way out of the lie. You have to surrender to God. You have to come to know God. You have to know the truth about what God is. Or at least the truth in, in, in the way that we can understand it. Each individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm grateful for that, because without... Without that negative force, that dark force, there, there's no incentive to to find the strength inside myself and 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 connect to to God, to my higher self, to this 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 yeah deep sense of truth, to the light. Isn't that why we're here? I think so. Yes. I mean, on a spiritual level, yeah. Yeah, to completely forget who we are, Mm -hmm. and then come back. Remember, remember the truth through consciousness. That's how you win the video game. Right. Exactly. Well, it's the Matrix, right? It's all there. Well, it's Star Wars. Forces with you. Mm-hmm. The Force. Oh, that's so funny. Ferd was, we were, we were watching it yesterday, Star Wars. Really? The first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Force. It's God. There's a unifying force. I just want to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, back when I, I, you know, Luke Skywalker, that'd be fun. But now I'm, I'm Obi-Wan. These are not the dro- droids you're looking for. I, I just, I want that ability to just wizard people. Just, I think I can do it. I really do think I can do it soon. Now. Well, you just did it. Right. I just did it. Like if you don't, it's almost like that is the wizardry is transforming the doubt and the fear into something else right and it's not a trick i guess that's how i thought of it 
it's 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 trusting in your inherent goodness, being connected to God or the light, and being fully present in that. These, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but you you do realize that when you say that, it sounds so like what. <laughs> Well, no, okay, think about it. Think about when you are in the zone, you're in a flow state. Whenever, you know, we've all been in, in that place. Well, just imagine existing in that place all the time. It's like you know everything. You don't know it like the way your mind, you know, understands algebra or something, but you know. Mm-hmm. And there's peace and there's wisdom and there's pleasure and there's joy and there's, it's timeless. Mm-hmm. And that's available every moment of every day. Mm-hmm. If you can drop into that place mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. with practice. How? Well, you gotta, you have to heal your trauma. You have to move through all of your pain and fear, anger, resentment, because that's that's where the doubt is. That's where the fear is. That's how the devil gets in. And so until you resolve that for yourself, it's your, you can be got, you can, there's your containers leaky, you're susceptible. You are, you can be seduced. And so you have to make yourself whole again. And that's a doable thing. But you have to find your own path because it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm, exactly. I was just going to say, like, eat the, the way that that looks is different for each person, depending on the, the specific trauma that you have, depending on who, who you are. Um. I think that that's actually, I've been thinking about that. That's something that, um, it's taken me a long time to really accept. And uh, I mean, I guess like kind of have admiration for myself in that way. Like what you said in terms of, you know, having to really look at like the work that you've done to get where you you're at, you know, you were questioned in a certain place inside of yourself. Right. And then you had to look and be like, wait a minute, I've done all this work. And it's very specific to you, the work mm-hmm. that you've done. And I have been thinking about the work that I've done in all these different ways and places and groups and, you know, trainings. And um, and it's not, it's it, like each thing was, was important for me. Like each step of the way was really important. Even the stuff that, like wasn't that great was Mm -hmm. important. And so, um, I don't know. I just wanted to just feel like that that's important somehow. Yeah. Like, like like the, there is, I mean the, what I'm seeing, you know, I currently, I am involved in core energetics, human design, a course in miracles, you know, and then little things like here right. and there on the side. But 
all of it's the same. Right. On some level, yeah. it's just in a different package mm -hmm. with different words, different <clears throat> framework. Yeah. But the goal is the same. It's like to, to, to bring you home to yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, essentially, that's what it is. And I mean, it's wild. Like they, like I'll read something Course in Miracles. And I'm like, that's exactly what it says in the Pathwork lectures. Right. With that, which is exactly what it says in this part of the channel of in Human Design. You know, it's 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 amazing. You know, and but we have these, yeah, we have these different paths. And mine is, yeah, I guess I've judged mine in some way. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it's weird. It's weird. Something's so funny. This word keeps coming up for me. They're like, yeah, like my, my path is weird, you know? Yeah, I, 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 Diana has that. She's like, oh, people think I'm weird because she's, you know, deep down this Mayan calendar rabbit hole. And, you know, it's not a lot of people know about it. And I'm like, you got to stop thinking of yourself as weird. Right. It's, it, it's, it's a defense. It's, it's not true. And it keeps you small. Like, stop saying that. Stop yeah. saying that you you're weird. It's not it's not good. Right. And I, I you know, I I've done the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're not weird. These other people are weird. <laughs> it's true. Well, I have discovered that I have an image in this place. And I, I think I talked to you about this, that, that, you know, we have these images, um, that we create from a young age, like it's a faulty conclusion based on whatever it is that we're going through in our childhoods with our parents. And my childhood led me to an image, um, based on the idea like, you know, basically like with my mom, I was gen generally like scared or like, I just felt like I had to, there was something about her energy that made me think like I couldn't really be myself. And then with my dad, I had like much more of me was welcome. But the issue was that I, I got the message that having myself with my dad was somehow not okay with my mom. So I had to keep it secret and my dad had to keep it secret right. too. And so that's my image that anything that I want, anything that I'm excited by, anything that's like where, where I want to go or what I want to do, it has, there's, there's some way in which I have to keep it a secret. Yeah. And when I went, like, that's, that's the image that I have of life. And when I, I mean, I just discovered this image it was like with, with my therapist it was like, oh shit, that is, that is my image. And so that's essentially how I created my life. So I have these different pockets of things that on some level I have to keep a secret. Right. And so doing, um, core energetics, like nobody knew what that was. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. You know, same with human design, same with course of miracles, same with like, you know, so much of what I've done in my life, I've had to keep it a secret. That's my, 
That's, that's the story that I've told. And so now in order for me to actually go to the next level, I have to come out of the secret Mm -hmm. and own it Mm -hmm. and not judge it, not shame it, not like, you know, just, just be Mm -hmm. that thing, you know? And I guess that's where my fear, you know, it's like, it's like literally feels like the scariest thing for me to do, you know? And so, well, you, you, the ego also would attach to the secret and there's like a power in keeping a secret. Exactly. Like you like keeping secrets. That is where my power has been. Mm -hmm. Like in, even, even in our relationship Mm -hmm. and you know, (laughs) it's like the secret is you're on top and I'm on bottom, on the bottom. It's a secret. Well, that's not the secret. The secret is that I'm secretly on top. <laughs> that's a secret? In my mind. <laughs> uh-huh. And so, <laughs> and how much pleasure I get from that. Look, look at how much pleasure I get. Every man knows that women are on top, okay? <laughs> well, that's what my therapist said. He, he was like, you don't yeah. think Dave already knows this? I'm like, I know, I, but it, like, this is my, this is my story I'm telling. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. And, but it is like, I do get a kind of like negative power from that place mm-hmm. and it feels good. So why would I give that up? Except for fuck. It's, it's not working anymore. I'm not getting like, I have to keep myself small in that place. And it's, like that it's it's yeah it's something about that's getting too painful now well and 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 nobody cares right that's true like that that's you mean like in terms of the judgment or the like just in every every in every way in every way it i know that it doesn't sound what do you mean nobody cares nobody cares like you do it or you don't do it. Nobody cares. Right. God yes. doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Your mom doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Ferd doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Ferd's got his own fucking problems, mm-hmm. right? His own dreams, his own mm-hmm. aspirations. Mm-hmm. He's he, yeah. Your mom too. Nobody cares. Right. And so once you realize that nobody fucking cares, right? That everybody's locked in their own world, their own insanity. They're just really thinking about themselves and everybody's acting their own self-interest and all of their judgments are just projections. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, you're free. I know that's whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And that is God's will. Yes. I mean, that is what course in miracles basically says is everything everyone we're not we're not bodies you know we're, mm-hmm. we're spirit you know so when you're i'm looking at you i'm not looking at who you really are you know yeah who you really are is genuine it's holiness and if i can't see that then i'm in some lie i'm in some distortion yeah and so if i am triggered by anything that you're doing like basically like you like all of that is a projection like my like who i who i am seeing as you mm-hmm. is actually what i'm seeing in me right but we don't we aren't we're not conscious of that 
No. And so I'm trying to learn to take back my projections. That's not true for me. My, my judgments are completely accurate representations of reality. (laughs) (laughs) But what's, what's powerful about this framework is Uh if I take back my projections, the judgments that I have, the, like the shame or whatever it is that I'm, I'm a fear, like that I'm seeing in other people. I, I see that in my, if I take it back and I own it as something that's going on inside of me, it shifts the whole thing. Well, you're, yeah. You're, and you, but the, 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 the reason we don't want to do that is because then we're left with our own shit. Exactly. To deal with. Exactly. It's quite painful. <laughs> yeah. And nobody cares. And nobody cares. I mean, people will be with you there. Well, no, the the mm -hmm. thing is, like, in in the projection, I'm not actually seeing you. I'm Mm -hmm. seeing a projection, like like something that I think is you. And then you're going to play out that thing with me. Yeah, well, yes, yes. Yes. And so if I take back the projection, I own it in myself, then I'm actually, then I have, then I'm in real, real relationship with you. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's a completely different thing. Well, mo- I think most people only know how to be in relationship through the judgment and projection, which is essentially a kind of a, an enmeshment. Yes, exactly. And right. so when you take the enmeshment off it or you remove it, it feels wrong. What do you mean? It feels wrong. Well, being a being enmeshed feel we rationalize being enmeshed with people, right? Particularly with our parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so to remove it, to say I don't care. I mean, I do care. I want I want I want the best for you. I, I mean, I, on some level I care, but I don't care as much as I care about me. Mm-hmm. And so even in working with people, I think it's actually important in the role that we are in is to you, you, I can't help you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I'm not your, you know, you're not a little kid and I'm not your, your daddy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just a guide and I'm going to point you and I'm going to show you but you have to do the work. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's up to you. And when people want you to be the savior and you take that on, well, now you're in a mesh relationship exactly. and it's just ego and ego. And so it's actually the greatest gift you can have is to create that, to not get enmeshed with people. Mm-hmm. And many people will leave you mm-hmm. because they feel that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the greatest gift that you can give them. I mean, you know, that's what the path to love is all about, right? That book. The path to love. Is it called the path of the, you know, the guy who wrote the four agreements? Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know that book though. But his other book, something about love. That's what it is. It's that. It's that concept. Like to, you walk beside each other. Like, I mean, he's got his own language, but it's essentially like unameshed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, 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 nobody's responsible for your happiness. Mm-hmm. Like you can't place your happiness in another. Mm-hmm. And so Diana's not responsible for my happiness. I'm not responsible for hers. Mm-hmm. Did you see that video going around? 
<laughs> I want to change the subject. <laughs> Did you see that video going around? Because this is interesting to me. I'm going to make a video about it where the girl says, um, she's like, okay, she's like in her 20s. She's got, she's wearing a hoodie. It looks like it's kind of the morning. She's kind of cute. She's got like dark fingernails. I'm painting a picture here. Uh-huh. And she's like, okay, I'm going to, like guys get dumped and they don't understand why. I'm going to explain to you why, why girls dump guys and, and they don't understand it. Okay. And then she makes this diagram and she says, let's take for example, um, I, we've been going out for a while and things are going great. And I said, to him, Hey, you know, it would mean a lot to me if, um, you could send me like a morning text, a good morning text. Mm-hmm. I'd really like that. And he says, yeah, yeah, I can do that for you. And then he sends you a few morning texts and then he, he stops. And then you like remind him like, Hey, remember we said, you know, the morning text, like mean a lot to me. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And then he sends the, the morning text and then he stops. And she's like, when that happens over and over again, you, you what she says is you, you lose attraction. Like you stop, I stop being attracted to the person. And then eventually you, you break up with them. And they don't understand why. What is morning text? She's, you know, and that's kind of as far as she goes with it in terms of the analysis. But I watched the video and I'm like, yeah, correct. Like that's, she's 100% correct. Like I'm with her. Now she's a little, she's been hurt, you can see, and she's a little victim-y. Okay, you know, she's not perfect. She's 24 years old. Um, and she's dealing with 24 year old guys, you know what I mean? So (laughs) what the fuck, you know? Um, and the response of people, including a lot of relationship coach, like not red pill manosphere relationship coaches. I'm talking about like marriage counselor people. Mm. They just lambasted her. Like she got annihilated. What, what, and what, what, what did they say? She's demanding and controlling. Mm. She's focused on all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. You don't focus on what you're not getting. You focus on what you get. Mm-hmm. And this is the state of women. They're entitled. Mm. And I thought you guys are losers. Like I, I, I was looking at this woman and I'm like, I could have her tamed in a week. Like this is, she's, it's not complicated. This woman, like that's the vibe. I, she didn't come off like a colossal bitch to me, but there's so many, I think what it is, is there's so many men who felt controlled by women because they grew up with a single mother mm-hmm. that they're hypersensitive to it. But Jordan Peterson was one of the few people who said that he thought she was right. Mm. And I guess the reason that it's, I don't know. I have a charge around it because Diana asked me for morning texts. Oh, uh-huh. we had a long-term relationship and it felt totally reasonable to me. You know, like we have a long-term relationship We're, you know, it's like it, she wants to hear from me. And, and when I didn't do it, I did it. And then I didn't do it. And she let me know. And there was a place where I thought it was, I'm like, I'm, I'm catering to her insecurity. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But now looking back, it's like, you're yeah, welcome to relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like, and I tweeted out, like, are, are the, the bros who are hammering this girl unaware 
of the fucking insanity that women have to put up with, with them. Like you think you're showing up fucking perfect. You don't have any, any insecurities and fears. It's just this weird thing going on out there. Like it's like, and I understand it's a response to, you know, 15 years of radical feminism screaming at men that they've done everything wrong and everything is their fault and men are losers and toxic masculinity. I get it. But it's like, this is not the way to win boys. Hmm. So what's the way to win? Um, yeah, I can morning text you, baby. Yeah, no problem. And then you morning text and then, you know, you, you, you see what happens. If it, if it keeps going to another thing and another thing and another thing, okay, then maybe you, maybe it is too much. Maybe there is, she is running some racket. Maybe she is trying to control you, but then you confront that, mm. you know? Um, but the mistake, and this is the video I'm going to make, is like, if you agree to the morning texts, then you got a morning text. Mm. The time to confront it was when she asked you, say, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. And then have the conversation then. Mm -hmm. But the second you agree and then don't do it, mm -hmm. right. you're That's, not a man of your word. And exactly. if you're not a man of your word, you're not trustable. And if you're not trustable, she's not going to be attracted exactly. to you. Exactly. Yeah. I don't understand why they're not making that point. Because you're supposed to make the point. I am going to make that fucking point. Right. I'm going to let all the fucking Andrew Tate bros who follow me freak out. <laughs> I think I just have a crush on that girl. <laughs> she was totally the kind that I would be in love with when I was that age. I was just like enamored by her. Like, that's probably really what's going on. Uh -huh. I never could have got her either back in the day. I was too insecure. <laughs> Maybe I could have. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I don't know why I'm bringing it up. I guess I'm bringing it up because I'm connected to everything that we're talking about. Yeah. My relationship is really good. You know, mm -hmm. we're getting married in six weeks. Wow. Yeah. We're getting along great. You know, we have our scraps once in a while, but overall it's really, really good. And it feels like we're both committed and she's the things that I was most afraid of are not happening. Mm. So like, I'm, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to give and I'm not going to receive, or I'm going to do, she, I'm going to be taken advantage of. She's not, she's going to ignore me and not meet my needs, you know, whatever. And she's not doing that. Mm. You know, it's like there's, she's, I'm, I'm giving a lot and she's reciprocating out of, not out of obligation or duty because she wants to, mm -hmm. because it feels good for her. And now I'm like, oh, I see how this works. Like I, there's a flow, there's a dynamic and it's really beautiful. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel, yeah, I feel grateful, but I, I feel like I've learned a lot and I've fallen into every trap along the way. And now I, you know, I'm okay. I understand from your point of view, I've been married for 25 years. <laughs> yeah. You're like, whatever rookie, but <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> no, I'm not judging. I'm, I'm, uh, it, it, that's the other thing that whenever I have doubt or fear about anything, I just think, well, the biggest challenge in my life 
has been relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Since yeah. the beginning. And I'm in a good relationship. So if I figured that out, yeah. everything else is cake. Yeah. I'm going to get everything that I want. Right. Because this was the hardest mountain for me to fucking climb, and I climbed it. Right. Yeah. So that's also why I feel like, like I'm 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 loved and I'm I love and there's a security in that and a certainty and it it's there's power there's tremendous power in that and and I knew that I you know I'd look at people and could see the power that exists in a in a strong committed relationship mm. but I didn't obviously understand it the way I'm beginning to understand it now and I'm sure it continues to evolve over time you know, that, that, that strength. So that's, yeah, I don't know. You know, the, the part in the Blair White video where you look at her and you say at the very end, you know, after you've like hit and you're like protecting Mm -hmm. her and, and then she, you look at her and you say this thing about like, and you don't have to be alone. Mm. Do you remember? No, like the the intensity at which you say it to her, mm. like, I can't watch it. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Oh, I yeah, haven't watched it. Well, the the intensity at which you, with which you say it, though, like mm-hmm. like, and she, you know, she, I don't, I, I didn't, um, like her story is like she is alone, right, on some level, like she says, is she in a partnership? She, uh, I don't want to say, right? Okay, yeah, because it's private, but yeah, oh, okay. But but when you said it, like I guess the assumption from the viewer's point is like, oh, she's alone. Well, and on some level, she's like she's she is alone on some level, whether whatever her relationship status, because she's so unique. Right. There's nobody like her. But the way that you said it to her, mm-hmm. and you said you don't have to be, and the way like it was the energy with which you which you said it. I could feel that the level at which you know what it means to be alone. That's right. And it, it came through mm-hmm. like so beautifully and, and I, I felt her take it in. Mm. And so there's something about like the fact that you were in such a place. I mean, where like pretty much probably all your friends and family thought you were going to end up alone. <laughs> And you weren't going to make it. <laughs> you mean like you and Jana? Not me. Not me. I'm the, probably the only one. I was not. I was like, no, that is not. And maybe because I can feel our lives right. in, are in parallel and I wasn't going to give up. I was like, no, mm-hmm. this guy's going to get it, you know. But it wasn't easy when when Jana was like, Mm-mm. I'm like, what? <laughs> because. Uh, like she, I would think that she would be the one, you know, who'd mm-hmm. be on board, but, but like you didn't make it easy for people to think that you were going to, you were going to make it, you well, know, I was getting fucking old, man. And so the fact that you're here now and it's like, literally like, it feels like you've started a completely, like you're reborn on some level, mm-hmm. you yes. know, and that you are really stepping into the world in a new way, like, like, and allowing yourself to be in relationship. I just want to, 
I, I, I want to acknowledge the work that you've done to get here. It's fucking awesome, mm. you know? And yeah. Well, I thought I was going to be alone. I kind of, I remember I had a, Brandon came up to Idlewild and we did some mushrooms together. I remember there was a fire and we're sitting in front of it and I, I just, yeah, I, I unloaded, not unloaded, that's not, but I can, I confessed, um, just how scared I was mm. about everything. And mm. I felt like I'd fucked everything up. Mm. You know, I was 50, 51, whatever I was at the time. And that was the feeling I fucked it all up. Like I'm never going to get it back. Mm. It's over for me. Let's get, mm-hmm. I'm going to ride this out mm-hmm. somehow stumble through. But I also knew if I did that, I was probably going to be dead by like 75. Right. I just was like, I'm not, I can't, the will to live is not going to be there. I, 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 part of the reason I said yes to the relationship with Diana, even despite my doubt at the beginning was because I thought if I don't get into a relationship, I'm, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. It felt life or death. And I needed that leverage to, to get over my fear. Mm-hmm. Which I guess was pretty intense. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, I guess the other thing is when you have a strong will. Yes. Which I do. Yeah. I'm a forceful person. I guess you're going to have a fucking strong lower self too. Yes, Exactly. And my lower self is, yeah, was pretty, pretty, pretty strong. Indomitable. Do you think that's true for everyone? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I probably in their way, there's probably somewhere that it, there's just a no-go zone mm-hmm. and it gets expressed in all kinds of ways depending on, you know, their essence and the circumstances that they grew up in. But, yeah, I think everybody's got a, some powerful no to life that they hold on to. And they were, they don't want to let go of. They refuse to let go of. I mean, you know, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. All these people coming through the workshop. Well, I guess would it like that? Yeah. Yeah. In some way, it's like yeah. I guess that I I I believe that. That. The level of the no, no matter what it looks like signifies how powerful the yes is that makes sense do you so you you believed in me you were the the only one well i don't know if you're the only one but you you believed in me when jana didn't fuck you jana i won (laughs) you were wrong she and she's very happy that she's wrong trust me of course and i remember another time when uh, we were having, we had a workshop here and there was somebody who had come and, th- it, you know, it was the, it was the usual thing at the end of the first day where I'm, 
I'm over it. I'm like, I hate everything. I want to quit. And we were talking about this one person and I was like, it's, it's over. They're never going to get there. They're never going to, they're never going to break through. They're, they're too, they're too stuck in this. It's just like, it's not going to happen. I, like I, I gave up mm. and you're like, no, I believe in them. I believe that they can change. And I remember looking at you thinking you were delusional, but also like, wow, that it was powerful that you'd said that. And it, and it, I had to check myself like my own doubt, my own bitterness, you know? And then we came in the next day and he fucking blew up the workshop. <laughs> he totally went there. Like maybe like the deepest process we've ever been involved in. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. I mean, it was un fucking believable. Yeah. And so you have a lot of faith in people. So the question is, Angela, right. do you have faith in yourself? I'm going for it. Yes. There's no, there's no doubt that I'm going to make it in this lifetime. Well, you you already made it. No, but like you I'm are going, going all the way. It. You are going for it. You're in I, the process of going for it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you've already, you've already, you, I just want to reframe it because it's, I think it's just what you said. I'm, I'm going to go for it. No, you, you, you're on the path. Like you're, you're on the road. Like you just have yeah. to keep walking. My faith grows stronger every day. Mm. That's, that's the truth. And it's growing stronger in bigger increments daily. Will we be seeing your ass on Instagram? <laughs> that time has come and gone, but mm. it may come again. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the plan or not, but. <laughs> I am coming out. I will no longer keep myself a secret. It's very exciting. I like your videos. I wish it, I wish there were more. Every time you post something, it's, it's delightful. Mm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I will be posting more. You just got to check out all the uh, Asian chicks on Instagram doing better than you. I know, exactly. That'll get you fired up. <laughs> Fuck those bitches. And there's a lot of them. I, I get those so. tiger moms. <laughs> the tiger mom. Or they had a tiger mom. They're all uh, miserable, right. probably. Right, right. You'll be the happy one. <laughs> and then you'll win. They'll hate me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good, good. Mm -hmm. All right. Enough? Enough. Thank Th you. Thank you.